0: So I messaged you and Rachel in yes. Discord, but I think it's important to start this episode off with why I am in such a bummer mood. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I have been doing experiments for Altrick or Steven, as many people know, is one of our members of our community. He has helped me in particular get through many Dark Souls games. Uh his experience haven't been going well, so I've been kinda of like just like not having a lot of success the last two weeks. And so today I decided like I needed to get an oil change before we moved, so I went to like the local shop and was like go ahead ha- just gonna do something and just like kinda of, like have like a plan. And the day went haywire in lab because one of the freezers died and I was like, Whatever, like it's like we're getting the oil change. I pulled in, they popped the hood, and they're like, Sir, you need to get out of your truck. And I was like, What what could it be? Apparently, a squirrel or some other kind of small varmint had gotten inside of my hood of my truck. It had torn the paper insulated insulation around the battery, chewed into the battery, chewed through some of the wires, and now I cannot drive my truck and I have to wait for an estimate to come in before I can take it to go get it fixed. <laughs> Jesus Christ I have never heard of Creatures Doing that Yeah that's that's kind of messed up I mean I, I figured if they <laughs> chewed the Battery they would be dead You would think so or like you would think I wouldn't even be able To drive the truck but I had no idea There were no lights there was no notification about it Not being okay Wow uh, That was a huge bummer <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> this bet afternoon. yeah totally caught me off guard and it was something I was just not prepared for. So God. shit.
1: Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. So, I mean, at least you guys have Devin's car, right? You guys aren't without a
0: vehicle. Yes. So I get to carpool with Devin and her Fiat. <laughs> for hey, listen, as, there as a back. tall
1: man, I know how much it sucks to get into a small car.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> that's, that's about all I got. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, we're doing Hail to the King today? Yes, we are. It was a first play for both of us, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I'd always kind of like looked at it, but never really taken the leap, if you will.
0: Sure, okay. But before we get into that, one quick announcement. I wanted to say a special thank you to Justin's wife for doing our awesome Evil Dead artwork for this little mini-season we're diving into. Uh, super cool. She's super talented and it's super awesome because I just get surprised every so often now with messages from Justin, like, hey, we're going to do this. And it's like, okay, I'm in. Perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. I was, uh, I was talking to her a little bit about asking her if she wanted to do it. She's like, oh yeah. Okay. If I, if I have time kind of thing. And then after we recorded that night, she was like, oh, I meant to send this to you and like sent it to me. And that's when I sent it to you. So. Yeah.
0: Absolutely amazing. And then one last piece of news more on your end. You can explain kind of why we did this, right?
1: Oh yeah, I can talk about that now, like fully. Okay. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, last week on oh, sorry, I gotta open up my calendar. Here. Friday. Yeah, on Friday the fifteenth, uh, I got a chance to sit down with the devs over at Saber Interactive uh, to play the new Evil Dead game that comes out on like the thirteenth of May. Um, and so basically, because of that, I was like, oh shit, okay, that comes out and however many weeks yeah let's let's cram these evil deads together uh and yeah so here we are
0: (laughs) so here we are that's the best way to say it so what's been new with you uh what are we getting into
1: um so obviously evil dead uh (laughs) like the 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 new evil dead game there um i will talk about that a little bit more after like before we get into hail of the king just because there are some questions from alex and matt there okay i I told my answer um, other than that, uh, I started Xenoblade Chronicles.
0: I saw you were talking to about that.
1: Yeah, uh, starting today. Apparently they are 100 hour RPGs. A piece. A piece. And the third one comes
0: out in 99 days, so. Are you trying to review for somebody or is it just a personal thing? Ah, uh, it's just a personal thing. Okay. Um,
1: other than that, oh man.
0: Uh, I watched Hellraiser 3. Which, <laughs> Me too. Well, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Check out the stream queens over on the Zombie Girls feed in a few weeks to hear that review.
1: God, um, I beat. Oh no, I beat Hail to the King last week. So I, actually, I'm pretty close to the end of Fistful of Boomstick.
0: I'm playing is, that Saturday.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, it's again. It's not very long. It's not. You can't rush it as easy, but it is still like par, like under five hours, kind of thing. Yeah, I beat um,
0: I beat uh, Hail to the King in like two and a half.
1: Yeah, same I didn't realize like when I when we looked at the how long to beats beforehand there and it said like five or six hours I was very surprised when I got to the end at like three, yeah I was, like, oh, I was shit, following okay. a
0: speed runners video of it and they did oh, okay. it in 40 minutes so like I was obviously not that fast I would watch them for yeah. a few screens pause it and then just kind of follow it that way so I was really shocked at how quickly that went through
1: yeah it's it's wild um I'm trying to think if I watched anything else I don't Played a bunch of, like, VR throughout my shoulder again. Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's been fun. Uh, dealing with that, but I got, like, more physio and stuff next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it, though.
0: What about yourself? Uh, So, Devin has finished with Tax Season, so we are continuing on with The Circle Season 3. We have two episodes left, and the new season comes out in May. I'm, I'm excited for it. I like The Circle. I think it's fun watching these people interact, but not interact, you know? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I it entertains me. Movies I watched Birdie, that was our Nick Cage movie.
1: I don't think I've ever heard of that one. To be honest with you,
0: uh, I'm not surprised. It was like an art house 197 like about about Vietnam. It came out in 84. Um, it was okay. It was interesting. I th- that was a, it was a fun review. Um, was it
1: better than the last one that you yes. watched? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yes,
0: can't... Cotton Club. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I then
1: I, I, ha- I do want to say. Both you and Rachel told me on separate occasions how bad that movie was.
0: Cotton Club, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. It was, oh, okay. it was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and then I had to watch the Terminator because Rachel forced it on me. It was a first ever watch. It is. I actually really like the Terminator. I was surprised at a couple of things. I was surprised by everything that I had kind of known through pop culture must be about T two because I thought Arnold was good. I was looking for the Silver Surfer to pop up. Um, but no, it was good. I was actually surprised at how like many horror elements were kind of in there.
1: Oh yeah. The first, the first one is a lot closer to like, obviously the second one is very action heavy. It's like kind mm-hmm. of completely, well, I wouldn't won't say completely, but like 90% of the way, uh, kind of gets into the horror stuff. But yeah number, yeah, number one is like, like a legitimately good horror movie.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. Um, and then like you said, hell on earth, Hellraiser three god yep <laughs> we'll be discussing that tomorrow night uh games i obviously beat evil dead hail with the king i want to talk about kingdom hearts real quick i have been working oh. on platinum Alright. <laughs> i forgot man
1: i forgot that that happened this week
0: <laughs> yeah dude I, I said literally everything in my life is just not working <laughs> it's just it's so i was playing kingdom hearts and i was in a grind session um just doing the synthesis stuff. So anybody who knows you have to craft all the synthesis items and some of the items you have to get to drop are just pains in the asses. Just yeah, like, like there's mm-hmm. the
1: one in like the Traverse Town that I remember being like from the a, sniper monkeys and you yeah.
0: yeah. They're just honest to God pains in the ass. And I was making some progress, like this literally it was like like four or five hours just sitting there listening to audiobooks and just like doing the grind. And then all of a sudden I got the blue screen of death in the PS4. Saying like your this application has crashed or whatever. And I lost like five hours of grinding. And I have that has happened to me before with games like Final Fantasy X is the number one that comes to mind because I've spent a lot of times in Omega Ruins, out like walking around, do a lot of grinding, come back, hit a Marlboro right before the Save Sphere, and get fucked um but this one was like not even my fault like maybe i should have saved but like for like i was i was in no risk of dying right it was the game collapsed and i haven't been able to touch it since i wanted to puke i literally wanted to throw up so uh, 2 years ago
1: maybe when i was trying to go for my final fantasy 7 platinum on mm-hmm. the ps4 and i kept missing one thing and not was, it realizing... the bear, was it the Barrett? Was it the Barrett thing? Yes, it was yeah. the Barrett thing, and We're not realizing until I got there. And I did that twice. I didn't fucking touch that thing for months. Yeah, after
0: that. I, I just—I'm trying to put enough time that I don't remember all that I lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I had an Excel sheet where I was like keeping track of the materials I need, and like all that's not right anymore because, like, I was updating as I was going along. So I just have to. I, <laughs> it hurt it really yeah. hurt um, books I finished Return of the King so I finished up my Lord of the Rings re- uh, audiobook read through uh, it was really good um, I won't lie got a little bit emotional at the end of the book like, it's just I don't know it does a really good job of like ending the journey on a really good note and I think that's really cool I finished Devolution by Max Brooks um, I'm forcing Rachel to read it actually oh nice uh, I, I recommended it to you. Uh the P in Discord has borrowed it from me. It's amazing. It's literally amazing.
1: Okay, okay. It, I know it,
0: like you you have told me what it's like. The, it's I meaning it's, it's this is any yeah, this isn't any like surprise because it's on the cover. It's about a Bigfoot attack.
1: Yeah, and, and I will say I'm not I'm not against Bigfoot, but I'm also not for him. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, Bigfoot. You know, like he's not, he's like, oh, yeah. I
0: like Bigfoot. I One of the things that really intrigued me about, like, doing zoology as my major in college was cryptozoology.
1: Remind me uh, after, when we get into the bonfire, to tell okay. you my, <laughs> the theory that got told to me <laughs> about
0: uh, Bigfoot hunting. Okay, okay. okay. I have two and a half hours left of the Zombie Girls Book Club entry, Heaven, by VC Andrews. I've been following that. Uh well, your
1: journey in their Discord.
0: Dude. I really thought that like Flowers in the Attic and my sweet Audrina was like peak. This one just goes for it. Uh I've Rachel has asked me to keep it to the discord and to try to the best to save it because it's like one of their patron things but yeah holy fuck that is a book
1: okay i won't push you on it
0: but uh but you've seen my reactions oh yeah like the only thing i could even compare to it is american psycho but it's just like different Hmm. like it's like that kind of cringy reading yeah interesting and then i started the book the only good indians i'm only two chapters into it it's by stephen graham jones uh it's pretty good so far it won a bunch of awards in 2020 for best horror fiction oh okay interesting Um, you'll
1: have to let me know how it is
0: yes i i just started that but besides that like i said everything that could be going sideways is going sideways i wouldn't say it's like going like awful because like my like my truck's not broken i have good insurance like the stuff in lab is still going like kingdom hearts isn't like gone away. Like I didn't ruin my file. It's just like I take a step forward and then like five to the left. And it's like, yeah. I'm trying to get back to that center <laughs> spot. And I just, I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. And I'm very happy that I have a week's vacation in two weeks.
1: It'll be, it'll be a good, good vacation. I'm yeah.
0: Sure. I mean, we'll be moving into the new place, but it will be good. It'll be good. It'll good. Be good. Yeah. That's all that I have. Uh, you said you wanted to answer the questions that you got in Discord yes. in the actual review proper?
1: Uh, I can just do them now, actually. Okay, perfect. Hit yeah, it, so, hit. again, uh, with the Evil Dead thing, I uh, was able to sit down for about an hour and a half. Uh, I played as a survivor. I chose... Oh, I'm trying to remember who I chose now. I think it was Evil Dead 2 Ash. Um, and then I got to play as a Kandarian Demon as well. Fun. Which I played as Evil Ash, um, of course. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, I have like this whole feature written up on it. It's going to be going live soon-ish. There's a bunch of like backend issues right now, mm-hmm. so it probably won't be fixed until like Monday, unfortunately. But okay. it is what it is. Um, but nothing uh, you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do have an interview kind of. Q&A thing going up next week at some point in time too with the composer and the directors kind of uh, but uh, I, I kind of put in our discord that like hey if anybody's got any questions feel free to ask and I'll do my best to answer them mm-hmm. um, so Alex asked uh, most of these horror games feel barely held together uh, what's the stability of the game what's its core gameplay loop and does anything set it apart from its competitors and then Matt uh, basically also asked, like, why should I play this over any other asymmetric multi- multiplayer game? Um, so I will say I only played for about an hour and a half. I didn't have any crashes or anything. Like, it seemed very stable. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is okay to talk about, <laughs> but uh, they actually forgot to take my access away for about 48 hours, so I actually played a bunch. <laughs> okay, just Just okay. like, by myself with, like, AI and stuff. I never had a single crash or anything cool. like that. No, uh, the, the the frames dropped once. I mean, I was I'm, I'm on I'm on a PC with like a seven year old graphics card, so it's it's
0: getting. How would my PS4 have handled it?
1: I think I honestly I think the like consoles will be fine,
0: even with the aliens, Fireteam Elite.
1: Oh yeah, History absolutely. I think <laughs> I honestly I think it'll be fine. Like again, my computer, my like desktop is kind of chugging up there these days
0: no Um, trust me i i can commiserate Oh yeah all right that's
1: fair (laughs) enough but no honestly like i never had like any like horrible frame rate issues again it, it kind of like dropped for a second when things got crazy at like the end of a match okay um but other than that it was seemed perfectly fine honestly like good and i mean at this point they're only like three weeks away from release so that's good um It's gameplay loop is basically like you start a match, you pick your survivors, there's like 26 of them or something like, or not 26 of them, uh, 12 of them. It's basically every every like main character basically from every movie. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it's Henrietta, uh, Evil Ash, and the dark, the like Kandarian demon from the show, I think its name is like Illigos or something like that. It's like this really super creepy puppeteer looking guy. Um, Basically like how you play a match is you start, and the survivors go out and try to find pages of a map. I think it's two pages. Once they find those pages, they go and they can pick up the Necronomicon and the Candarian dagger, and then they bring those to uh, like the summoning circle, basically where these huge like cloaked figures are, and you have to like dispel them with like using the Candarian dagger, and then you actually have to like defend, quote unquote, basically like horde mode esque. Uh, the Necronomicon itself for like two minutes I think while like, a, the bad guy tries to basically kill the book um, and if they don't kill the book the, you like send them all back to hell right. um, and what does it set it's how does it set itself apart Is so this is my biggest concern is I wasn't sure because I'm not a huge fan of like Dead by Daylight or anything like that Yeah. but the fact that it's like meant to be played as you're supposed to fight back. You're not supposed to run. You're supposed to like, I mean, obviously like there's like a bunch of like little bad guys that you can like just run past if you want, but you are like the players feel really powerful, but also the demon feels really powerful because the demon, you're kind of floating around like in that like viewpoint of the demon that we get in the movies Mm -hmm. and you're like kind of controlling the scenery in a way like, setting traps and, like, possessing... Yeah. Ca- you can, like, possess a car and try to, like, run the survivors over. You can, like... If a character gets, like, quote-unquote scared enough, you can, like, possess a player character and you, like, take them over and you, like, can fuck them up, basically. You can, like, make mm-hmm. them run away and, or you can make them, like, kill each other kind of thing. Uh, and it's only, like, really kind of towards near the end where you can, like, summon your, like, boss character, if you will, like, so you actually play as... Yeah, Like Henrietta or Evil Ash. Because
0: that was my problem with the Predator game. Is that obviously the soldiers had to be somewhat competitive against the Predator. And the Predator needed to be kind of OP because he was by himself. Yes. But if you worked even a little bit with your fellow soldiers, the Predator was fucked. So I will say... uh, So so are the survivors like that OP?
1: I wouldn't say OP, but it is like very well balanced like so we like the of the two matches that i played with like a full group mm-hmm. uh the first match i was a survivor against uh Kandar and demon like that person also played evil ash um we were able to kill like win that match and it was like it was tense and stressful but we were like working together and it was it was doable it was like obviously you're like kind of you have to really be able to work together, but it it I was you know it felt accomplishing to win. Mm-hmm. And then when I played as a Kandarian demon, I also won just because they weren't communicating that well. Yeah, and they were like kind of trailing off and trying to split off and like try to do like two like two separate objectives at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it feels very well balanced. Like even if you work together, it is going to be a fight for the players. Okay. But obviously, if you're like one on, you know, if you're trying to like fucking solo, solo everything yourself, you're there's no way you're gonna be able to do that. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It's very fun, very bloody, like super over the top gore, and uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, and I am really, really excited. I'm not gonna. And lie. we're planning on reviewing
0: on the podcast too, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Cool. Um, it comes out on the 13th, but we'll probably give it like a few weeks to like. Play some matches in because I I so I will say there is no like quote unquote campaign. There's a bunch of like solo missions. Yeah, that but you can we do get that...
0: dead by daylight though, so we know how to yeah, handle those well, kind yeah. of things. Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, I don't know. It
1: was a lot of fun. I'm I am looking forward to playing in
0: more. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Alright, perfect. And yeah. with that, I think that's a perfect transition to talk about our first ever Evil Dead game, hail to the king. Oh. remember that song from the game um, so
1: that is the main theme main like main screen if you leave it long en- if you leave it long enough that starts to play
0: <laughs> oh interesting that was, that was yeah. really cool okay yeah. so like i said this is my first time ever playing this uh similarly for you um i played on my ps1 classic i think you actually have a real copy of the game right no you also played on a ps1 classic <laughs> um, sure okay uh <laughs> So why don't you tell us the background, or okay. for this time, the lack thereof.
1: Yeah, I was actually telling Larry ahead of time. This is the first time I've not been able to find like a single thing. So I I, I pulled a quote from Bruce okay. Campbell about this game, okay. and then I actually have like, probably pretty loose sales figures. Okay. So the quote from Bruce Campbell reads, uh, it's no secret that video games were ripping off Ash and the Evil Dead series for years. Evil Dead: hill the King was our chance to show them that nothing beats the original. THQ and the key, t- THQ and the key team from the hit game Parasite Eve developed the game, and I reprised my role as Dumbbell Ash in voiceover form. Parasite so, Eve, yeah. Apparently, and this was the gameplay
0: we got, huh? <laughs> yeah. We will uh, have to discuss that oh. surely.
1: Trust me. Oh, we will. <laughs> uh, so ga- gameplay sales. I don't have any sales history from Japan, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, these are super loose numbers, but uh, it sold uh, 0. 0.27 million. Uh, sorry. For some reason, my... so
0: 270,000. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's all. Honestly, there was like. Nothing else I can find about this game. I just found out reading that quote that this game was made by the, the, the parasite Eve people. Like, there's nothing on this game out there, incredible.
0: apparently, except
1: for if you look for uh, Bruce Campbell quotes. <laughs>
0: Absolutely incredible. I have a stopwatch and I'm actually really excited because I want to see if the plot I picked up was correct. So, are you ready?
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't write anything down, so let's go.
0: Three, two, one go
1: okay so the story starts about eight years ish after army of darkness and bruce campbell i mean ash is having like weird things happen to him so he he and his girlfriend at the time jenny go to the cabin to kind of go back to where it all started and like faces demons evil ash shows up kidnaps jenny and apparently destroys the necronomicon because apparently he was there I don't remember how that whole thing started but uh, uh Ash had to you have to go collect all five pages five, of the yep. necronomicon yeah and then use it and you get like teleported to like uh I don't remember what year but basically back in time sometime mm-hmm. and uh then you have to track down the necronomicon there and like the cult that started ish around it uh, and then yeah you run into evil Ash Kill him, and you and Jenny go back to the real world. And it turns out that the Necronomicon is like in the public now, or some shit.
0: It was a Harry Potter thing. Yeah,
1: it was. It was a
0: game, okay. It was a game. So on that note, let's talk about the plot. Um, I think that they put more effort than I was anticipating into a story. Um, I was able to follow the plot beats. Uh, We'll get to the voice acting and stuff here in a little bit. I. I guess I would just say that for me as a light Evil Dead fan, like for if, like, my fandom is definitely the original and then the remake is definitely where I kind of hang my hat here. It just felt like they rehashed games one, two, and three, or movies one, two, and three.
1: Yeah. So it's, I understand what they tried to do. I mean, I, mm, this doesn't really fit in gameplay, but it also doesn't really fit in plot. I'm not sure where it fits, but like, they do add. Nice, like, touches to it. Like, you can go fight Linda if you want. She's like right outside the cabin
0: mm-hmm.
1: in like her little dig spot. But I don't know. They try to like flesh it out in a really weird way that is pretty much. I mean, it is Evil Dead and it's the just Army the of movies. Darkness. Yeah, it's just the like, movies. It is uh, from finding. Well, I don't think he has to find the patient. But I mean, basically banishing the demon and. Going back in time and fighting evil Ash, like mm-hmm. literally, it is. I don't know. It's it feels empty. It like, feels.
0: Uh, it, it just feels like we've already gone on this journey. At least that's yes. how I felt. Is like yeah. It, it,
1: they they wanted to do something interesting, but in it just felt. Like a rehash, retread of like the same old song and dance that we know from the Evil Dead. Like
0: it and, is, and, and that's why I can't trash on it because like those movies are fun, they're enjoyable, but it's yes. just, it, again, it's just like middling. It's just okay.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like I,
0: <laughs> I'm happy with th- short. I'm happy that it wasn't like oh, drugged yeah. out, which oh, is nice. Oh God, yes. Um,
1: and it, it's oh man, it's weird because I feel like we've been having a lot of these lately where literally. I don't have, like, anything. Oh, I have good. stronger feelings
0: later on. It's just not here. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, trust me. Me, too. <laughs> but plot-wise, like, I don't really have, like, anything good. But also nothing, like, horrible to say. Like, it's just kind of like, eh, Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. What did you give it for plot? I gave it a five. <laughs> me, too. How funny. Yeah. So I pulled up, because we always do this, and I find it very important uh, when we review games, I wanted to talk about games that came out in 2000.
1: Oh, yes, that is something I meant to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I already got it pulled up. Okay. The Sims. Okay. A Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Who, uh, Okay. Procedure 2. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Your favorite, Final Fantasy IX. And Spyro, Year of the Dragon.
1: Oh, I'm seeing a, uh, Dino Crisis 2, Ooh, uh, okay. Vagrant Story, Banjo-Tooie. Uh, I don't think you've played No One Lives Forever, if I'm not no. mistaken. No. Okay. Fantastic game. Um, let's see. The Spider-Man video game came out. The World is Not Enough. Like,
0: So, th- and the reason why we bring these up is because we don't compare a game like this to Elden Ring. No. It wouldn't even make sense to do something like that. No. We need to compare what came out to it in its time. Final Fantasy nine is probably the best one for me based on like the amount of time I've probably sunk into it. Probably seconded to like Majora's Mask and Sims. Uh
1: yeah, I mine would probably be I'm oh, sorry, I'm looking at the list here. Uh it's definitely obviously nine. Nine. Uh Majora's Mask. I mean, even really, because it's kind of a Resident Evil clone ish, code Veronica. Yeah, that's Because that is something we've played
0: recently, right? It was like, fun. That is, it was a fun game, yeah. too. If I wasn't watching, like, I literally was sitting here at my com- computer desk, I had that, that HDMI switch, so I had the PlayStation Classic on the one screen and then the YouTube walkthrough on the other screen. Yeah. If I didn't have that, I would not have been able to find things on the map for two reasons. One, it does not give you any guidance about what you need to do or where to go or any kind of, like journal or guiding map or anything and there have been games that have come out way before this i'm thinking like silent hill right where like it's also kind of hidden and shrouded and you have a little bit of guidance um and not only that but when you get into room sometimes the items are supposed to like shim- shimmer yeah sometimes they did not shimmer And uh, not
1: only that but they'll shimmer but you can't pick them up where unless you, you like you perfectly, perfectly up? lined up with it yes and and that kind of leads me to one of my main issues is like Going screen to screen, whatever. That's, you know, it's a thing. It, back is what that. it is, yeah. But sometimes I would get to a situation where, like, okay, I have to go down this, like, path down in the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. I would run down the
0: middle where the path is, but, like, he wouldn't go. I'd have to, like, go off to the side. Yeah, because you get caught and stuff. It happened to me yeah. when I first got to the past. And I was climbing up the hill, and, like, he was stuck on something. I literally had to, like, back him out like a semi truck to get him to get out of that whatever yeah, he was just, stuck on. I and like the collision I mean a lot of like that happened to me surprisingly a lot. It's a perfect thing to bring up too because that ties right into these boss fights or the enemy fights. Yeah. There you told you told us that the per that this game was made by Parasite. We were just talking about Parasite but last week, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I know we had different feelings about it, but the Parasite Eve battle system is super unique, I think. Like, it kind of sends you into this, like, separate little interaction screen, and it has a lot of vagrant story kind of vibes. Yes. Is, that, is that fair in the battling? Yeah, yeah. And I loved it. I think that's honestly, besides the story being super cool, I think that's one of the reasons why I liked uh, Parasite Eve. But this one, there is no separate screen. You are just interacting. Sometimes it looks like you're right on top of one of the monsters. And I will give them credit because they did have a lot of monster variants and a lot of different like fight mechanics in the boss battles, which I did find cool because they could have just done the same thing over and over again. Yeah. The problem was when you had to like a mechanic-driven fight, you did not know if you were interacting, and that is exemplified particularly by the Spider-Grandma.
1: Not only that, to kind of add on just to, like, the base level enemies, they would constantly respawn. Yes. <laughs> like Annoying so. Yes. And, like, I get it. They're trying to, like, do the
0: whole dwindling resources thing. Yeah, But this, this isn't how you do it. Well, not only that, but, like, there were some times where you actually had to kill enemies for yes. item drops. And so when you don't know where you need to go... And you don't know, like, where the item's supposed to be. Like, you sometimes you think, like, maybe I just need to keep killing these enemies until it drops the item. Because that happened to me by that door. I had to kill the skeleton guards. I think I killed, like, ten of them before it finally dropped the item it needed to drop.
1: Speaking of those skeletons, would they, like, die for you and then, like, immediately come back? Immediately. That's what I'm okay.
0: saying. It, it wouldn't drop that crane. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's... Like, in
0: the speedrun I was annoying. watching, like, the guy got to drop on the first kill, and so I was like, I thought I fucked something up. But it, it just would not drop. Man. And it's a really weird mechanic to have tied into a game.
1: Yeah, it's just like... I don't know. It's... It's not... It The worst part is it doesn't even fucking feel good. Like... No, it doesn't. It's clunky, and, like, yes, we get Resident Evil titles and stuff, but by the 2000s, with even Code Veronica... They had kind of figured out a way to fee- make tank controls feel at least, like,
0: Code passable. Veronica felt good. Yes. Code Veronica, I can move constantly. I never had these kind of issues. And yeah, yeah, Code Veronica was PS2, this is PS1, whatever. But, like, it's still the same year. And you still should be able to have a navigatable character.
1: Well, even, I mean, we will get to this, trust me. But we are going to get to Dino Crisis 2. Even yeah. Dino Crisis 1 felt better than this.
0: Oh, I agree with that, 100%. And,
1: like, I was, I think, probably 98 at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, I don't
0: know, man. <laughs> the gameplay of this was not so bad. Like, it wasn't blasted level, right? I was able to navigate no. it. I was able to yeah. hold my own. It wasn't that. But it definitely, and like I said, I did really like how there were, like, specific boss fighting mechanics. Like, how you either knock rocks down on people. or like Get them wet. Them. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was, yeah. there were very cool mechanics that, kind of surprised me for how bare bones it all seemed to be but for the most part it was a lot of hit and it was a lot of miss and a lot of like unforgivable mistakes from a team that put out a game like Parasite Eve and for a game that releases at the same time of like I said Majora's Mask or Final Fantasy 9 or whatever
1: I'm very or, hell vagrant in story I'm looking up THQ games that came out in 2000 okay Oh, man, just a lot of fucking wrestling games. Uh, Battle <laughs> for Naboo, Chicken Run, Obi Wan Adventures, Star Wars Jedi Power Battles. Okay, nothing super interesting. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so for gameplay, I
0: gave it a three and a half. I give it a three. I mean, it was it was rough. Very I keep rough. typing in zero point five and not 3.5. three point five. Three. I got you. Okay. Audio for me, I think this is the high point.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I. I really enjoyed having Ash, in yes. there. It felt like Bruce Campbell was the character. I liked how I could push Triangle and he would talk.
1: Yeah, that um, well. So, I, what I found interesting is like I actually had an enemy stuck on a corner, mm-hmm. and I pressed that button and it almost like, goats them into attacking you. So it would. Just, oh, like, okay. I was like, just
0: pushing because I was walking around like, like bored at times to get thought. some. Um, i felt that the other voice actors and like the kind of the cut scenes we got because there were a surprising amount of cutscenes. um i kind of felt they fit the camp vibe and that with the exception like i said we talked about this last week is like with the exception of the og evil dead and the remake that is the vibe i attached to evil dead like yeah. i wouldn't saw the play the musical and it was camp like evil dead 2 is camp <laughs> army of darkness is really camp like yeah. and that's just kind of the vibe i attached to it so i felt like that was appropriate because by this point when this game came out that was what evil dead was known for and this will this will hurt the house scary score um so even though i wasn't getting like weren't even getting like any like very good voice acting performances outside of bruce campbell but it felt it fit that campy vibe and so i was cool with it
1: yeah uh I mean, obviously, like, Bruce Campbell is always Ash and always will be Ash. Um, other than that, I kind of agree. Like, I think the voices were okay. I think the score in this is pitiful. Yeah. Um, like I said, when we
0: played that opening theme, I was like, where the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, well,
1: that's why as soon as I found it, I was like,
0: where the, where the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but, yeah, it's that's not good. It's, like, basically the same tones, like, repeated It's, like, constantly. two songs, and it's one in, when you're in the woods and one when you're in the past. And there's, like, constant kind of, like, humming.
0: And not only that, but sometimes, like, like the boss music or, like, enemy music would pop up when there were no enemies or there would be no enemy music. And when you're being, like, swarmed by enemies, the the sound editing was not done really well. All the demons sounded the same. Like, there was, even though I talked about there was a lot of different variation in the enemy types, their sounds weren't very different.
1: No, they were all basically the same. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, man, I don't know. I... I'm having a problem with this one because I I I agree I think the voice acting is okay but everything else a bit the sounds in this game man okay. were
0: just bad. I give it a 6. Like I said, like for me, I I really like Bruce Campbell and the campy cutscenes worked well for me. If I was expecting horror, it wouldn't have, but since I was coming in expecting camp, I think that's why I was overall pleased. So yeah, I gave it a 6. How about yourself?
1: I give it a 4. Ooh, okay. <laughs> any particular I just the voice acting was Bruce Campbell was
0: good. Everybody <laughs> else was okay. Okay.
1: And everything else sucked.
0: <laughs> How scary? Um mm-hmm. I will say the spider boss caught me off guard. It was a super cool cutscene that led to the first boss fight that made me realize this is going to get old really fast yes. because like trying to hit those spindly legs was a pain in the ass. I went through all of my chainsaw fluid in in that fight. Um, but it was a good fight because I got to learn at least how the controls worked. <laughs> um, but that was kind of spooky. The tree boss fight was okay. The little demon kids were all right. Or, like, spooky-ish. But, like, overall, like I said in audio, this is definitely embracing the campier side of Evil Dead. Yeah. And... With that, at least for me, camp doesn't translate to horror that well. I don't think this was meant to be a horror comedy game. I think it was meant to be, like like he said, it was meant to be like, all, their take on it their take on horror right and so yeah, it's survival yes yeah, survival horror game and so if that is what we're labeling it as and i can't even give them that kind of benefit of the doubt like a killer clowns right so this was a big miss for me um the spider thing is definitely saving it from getting a really bad score but um but yeah how about you uh the spider is not saving it
1: (laughs) Uh, for me. No, I just, I, I think it was, it was more frustrating, uh, than anything really. Like it wasn't by the time anything could have like, I guess, quote unquote, like scared me. I was just kind of already done with it. Yeah. It was old and it's just so repetitive that nothing, like nothing was working for me really. Um, I mean, I got nothing else to say. I just, okay. I don't think this is a scary game.
0: I gave it a two and a half. I gave it a one. Oof, okay. <laughs> uh, to review our scores then, uh, we both gave it fives for plot. I gave it a three and a half for gameplay. Justin gave it a three. For audio, I gave it a six. Justin gave it a four. And for how scary, I gave it a two and a half. Justin gave it a one. That gives it a here's Johnny. Final score of a 38. Let me scroll down. <laughs>
1: what do you mean? It's not near the not near the top?
0: Um, It is... Uh, actually tied with two things. And I I want to have a quick discussion to, after I tell you where it's at. Okay. So right above it is Dead Space 3 and Saw the Video Game with 40%. It's okay. tied with two movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one, and then The Thing from Another World. And then below it, movie-wise, is The Blob and Salem's Lot with a 37. And the game that's below it with a 36 is silent hill homecoming i want to see if you'll agree with this statement i'm about to make i would play this game again i would watch or play any of those other things with the exception of the thing from another world because so actually we just talked about that was less that got hurt because it really wasn't that scary It was a, it was a super cool interesting movie but it was not really meant to be horror that's my own thought. Hit me with that list again. So the games above it... We'll do the games first. The games above it were Saw and Dead Space 3. And the game below it was Silent Hill Homecoming.
1: Yeah, not playing that shit again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The movie above it was Lake Placid with a 41. Tied with TCM 22 and The Thing from Another World. And right below it was The Blob in Salem's Lot. Uh, I mean... Yes, I
1: agree, but also, like, can I just not?
0: (laughs) I I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I didn't hate this. Like, I hated Blasto. I hated every fucking second of that goddamn game because it honestly, it didn't feel like I was fighting the game. It felt like I was fighting bullshit, and it felt like I was, like, in an endurance battle. With this one, the plot was, I I knew the plot beats enough from the movies, and I was enjoying the campy cutscenes. There were issues. It definitely could have been better. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, yes, it got a 38. I think it earned that 38. I just don't think it is as bad as some of the stuff that it's around.
1: No, I agree. I mean, sorry, I just I I did look it up on eBay. I wouldn't spend averaging $69 on a copy of it. (laughs) But, uh, oh, oh, no, never mind. This one is $43. Well, that brings it down a little bit. Um, but, so I I wouldn't like spend that kind of money on it, but I mean,
0: (laughs) if you can emulate it, I would give it a shot. Yes. And here on this podcast, we um... firmly believe that if you're unable to buy a product or if it's overpriced or if you can't get it from the, the creator itself, I have no problem with emulation.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to spend $200 on a copy so of... So some
0: sweaty uh, neckbeard sitting in a basement can pull one of his 10 copies that he's hoarding. You know what I mean? Yes, I am. Yeah. I am right neither. there with you. Okay, we have a commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network. And then we'll head on into the closing.
1: Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters sociopathic villains cold-blooded murders and nightmares becoming reality does this sound like horror to you actually these are all things that can be found in the harry potter series it can be scarier than you might think i'm katie and i'm audrey and in our podcast wizard studies we talk about all these parts
0: of the wizarding world
1: and even some more light-hearted stuff
0: we can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies' podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies.
1: Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny.
0: So next week we have another Evil Dead game. I'm actually excited for it. And I think that that's what I was trying to get across is like even though Harold the King wasn't amazing, I'm still excited about what's coming next. I I I I am excited for full boosted. I I bought that a long time ago. I got it for like ten dollars at a Goodwill. We were out there looking for stuff, and I found it. and I picked it up because I knew I was going to get it that cheap ever again. And I'm I'm excited for it. And I'm guessing, I'm hoping that it's a step forward from this. And like, and then I'm I'm cool with it. Like I I think it's I think it's going to be fun. And even though Halo the King had its problems, it didn't sour me on what's to come. Yeah, I
1: I will say from what was gonna say from what i remember but i am <laughs> almost done playing it um oh really it, oh yeah okay uh, it tries to do its own thing which is nice okay is it more of but a shooter so, or is it similar combat style no it's more of like a third per- person action game
0: okay okay yeah it's, it's better okay good <laughs> at least in the
1: gameplay department
0: wait hey it, honestly that is the biggest one yeah yeah no i i i agree just like plot is the biggest one usually for a movie gameplay is pretty much the biggest one for a video game
1: yeah and uh yeah yeah i don't know i just uh it's exciting that uh we are we're going to play i mean we are not however going to play uh evil dead regeneration
0: yes um i called every used video game store within a 50 mile radius of where i live and not a single one of them had a copy of this it's like 60 bucks i was seeing on ebay um and i think i talked about in this podcast before i kind of get nervous about getting things on ebay um Yeah, like I would like to go back to it and get it at some point. Like my hands out, I am on a bunch of wait lists, but my computer couldn't handle a PS2 emulator at this point. And well, see, and the thing is, is like
1: I think it's okay that we don't hit that one specifically because
0: whenever yeah, I came to you, it like, really like disappointed I was going to let you down <laughs> because I couldn't get. Oh, it. yeah, no, not at all. Like it, the thing is,
1: is it is not a. It's not canonical. Well, actually, no a. Don't worry about that i don't, I don't care <laughs> but b it, like it's not canonical It like they've said it's basically a what if scenario so i don't think it's like important that we hit it before we hit up the game and stuff um, although
0: i believe i don't remember what we're doing instead i think we're i think the original plan was we were going to watch evil dead 2 and army of darkness and not do a review but do more we did for like the saw the movies and just kind of yeah. sit and talk. Maybe reach out to some people and see if they want to send us like audio or email about their thoughts yeah. on it, and just kind of intersperse it. I thought that worked really well last week with Eddie and Rachel, and I think if we give people a little bit more of a heads up, we might be able to get some more. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it'd be cool.
1: Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. So two weeks from now, that's
0: what we're gonna be Eagle doing. Evil Dead, weird army, Dead. darkness. Yep. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I, I honestly think. That'll help because they are on the cheesier end. I don't want them to get destroyed because of the house. And I
0: think that is a really good way for us to do things on this podcast that we love and protect them from an honest review standpoint.
1: Yes, I agree because I am a Evil Dead Two stan,
0: so <laughs> I have I do I I have no problem with them. It's just if we start talking about acting and how scary oh acting they could get they could get smacked i don't know
1: they got henrietta and oh man that game that movie okay anyways so with that
0: being said that is the end of this review sorry it was short but the game took us like less than two and a half hours like it's
1: yeah it's it was a short game and nothing like incredible about it like nothing to really like speak to yeah about it it was just kind of like yeah it's okay
0: all right guys that's it patrons stick around after the credits for the bonfire but until next week stay scary the here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's johnny cast and you can find larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing and you can email the show
1: at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny
0: Podcast. As always in the show notes you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast.
1: Also in the show notes we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And, yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible.
0: But, yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that.
1: But until next week, see you guys later.